that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. Welcome to Love Lighthouse podcast and the broadcast is for today. This is for Sunday. It's one o'clock. I'm actually recording this part on Sunday. It is the 31st of July 2022. Well, there are so many things that have happened today. I just want to say, LA, you have got more so than any of those bastards put together. And I mean that obviously for my daughter, who is Lucy Arwen Semple. And we didn't plan it that way, but I'm really pleased that it worked out that way. Her name given to her was Trinity. And so there you'll know the grace it's upon me to be able to say all of those words and what I'm saying right now to you today. So Trinity was given to me. I am her uh, number one, if you like, her (laughs) birther, her mother. And I'm so proud and pleased to be so. She can go anywhere, just as we talked about even with our Salvation Army today. I obviously went into church, which is the Roman Catholic Church today, as per usual. But I was called in the Lord to go and visit our friends in, or I would say our associates, in the Salvation Army today as well. And they were talking about that, about God being everywhere. And of course, that is the way that it should be. But encouraging us even more to see that in those around about us. And that should be the case. Lucy is far more exuberant in faith, in grace, in favour than any of these people that would say such a curse on even a place. Now, of course, um, LA itself, the actual place, was brought down today by uh, someone in our church. Unfortunately, fortunately, it's not online. Um, I had to, I was thinking I'd have to do damage control. I still have to do that because no matter where you are saying something, you're still saying it. No matter where you're doing something, you're still doing it. It doesn't matter if we don't publish it online. It doesn't matter if people try to conceal it. There's no way that the truth cannot be made manifest to God for sure and then all to understand it's some level <coughs> glory to God so it's vitally important to understand that so still have to do this damage control well thankfully there is grace but there isn't grace and there isn't any more sacrifice for those that go on and sin on purpose surely that person knew what they were doing they were in their right well obviously not maybe you know entirely right minded in some mind where they at least understood what they were saying goodness gracious um i i kind of understand partially what he's talking about and you know yeah um some people might think that if that's all they see if that's their version of their defiled nature within them, sinful nature within themselves, sees that about a place and can't even see beauty in it, you know, um, and where God is within it, then, you know, that's more their problem. You have to let that bounce off you Los Angeles and those of you that are there. I know that you have so much soul. I know people there really do. Um, I do get somewhat of what our... Um, 
Cannon was saying um, in that, you know, there's so many people perhaps that he sees that are focusing on maybe image, focusing on perhaps things, focusing on perhaps yoga meditation. Maybe what he means is looking at things with no real substance behind it other than just to make them feel better or to look better, whatever. That's what was coming up today. I just want to tell you, I do not personally think that is all you have. I know there's so much more to you and I know that you are feeling um, more connection with, you know, God with that spirituality and um, with all that is good in life. Uh, Los Angeles is such a beautiful place. Um, California is such a lovely place in general. As are all places, as it was said today, that God can be anywhere in any part of the world. God is in these things. Now, look, what I was thinking was, don't you hear this when you're saying that we are made in God's image? That's why, you know, I have it within me. I have the grace within me. If I'm going to worship God and God's within me, yeah, uh, guess what that's going to look like? Yeah. And guess what I think about it, about what you think about that? I don't care. I'm not interested in non-believers um, and Ellie and people in Ellie and to my daughter with those initials. Thank God you have more uh, faith within yourself with you and God to be even bothered with any of that. You know what, either. Glory to God. So, you know, and I also want to say it didn't end there. I was so... Like, there was so much to be thankful for in that, yes, indeed. Again, despite the fact that God's word came through and was like, please do not be doing collections and all the rest of it. I know I haven't said that directly to the Salvation Army. So today, um, the full amount ended up going to them, but that's because God hasn't said that for them in that place. But it has been said because of the reverence and respect and the level you see of where things are with the Catholic, the Roman Catholic Church I go to, that we are not expected to behave like that in that way. There's got to be more to it. There has to be a more reverent way. And again, it's because of the levels that we're expected to be able to um, anticipate and therefore to work in and with. Um, now, there is a certain amount of grace and favour and I wouldn't say entirely so there's definitely areas to clean up in the Salvation Army. It is wonderful, it's beautiful, it's so joyful, people were vibrant but people still had their aches and pains and things that they were dealing with as well there. But they were a beautiful people and um, they said some things that they maybe shouldn't have about Jacob. God, glory to Jacob who, you know, if Jacob has followers, are going to be trodden down. Um, Jacob was truthful and honest. He wasn't deceitful. He was truthful and honest to his calling. He knew that this was a call for him. He wasn't the one that was tempted out of um, doing the right thing. He stayed and did the right thing. It was actually what was his that his brother wanted. Jacob didn't want anything else other than, you know, he had what he had. But he knew that he was more than that. He knew that he was actually the one. And of course, indeed, he was. And that was proven that he was the one. 
Why was he proven that he was the one? Well, when he was making that stew, let's not go to the Jacob. We're not talking about Jacob and the dreamer. Jacob, we're talking about Jacob um, and Esau, Jacob, right? Because what they were doing, there was a cross-referencing between the two and jamming it in um, to the one. So we're going to look specifically at this. Look, Esau gave away his birthright. He didn't even have it. He didn't even have it. It was for some stew that Jacob had made. He put his belly, he put his belly and what he wanted with the outside world, the external first. And perhaps maybe this is what um, the canon was worried about today is that some people are putting the thingness. Perhaps what he saw in Ellie was that some people were putting or what appeared to him like they were putting the thingness of this world. So like Esau putting, you know, that of far more importance up um, on his agenda than to serve God and to do what was right in that moment. That's not to say that we're all not to eat, that we're all to starve. Here I am in the kitchen making something. But it is the time and the context of what it was all about. And sometimes we are called to do that, you know, but it's an obedience with the Lord. It's in that moment we are meant to be fasting. And if you don't, uh, you know, your fasting might be to fast from fasting. <laughs> so whatever it is, but whatever it is specific with the agreement with God, if you're going to break that, you're showing that you do not have that ability. It doesn't mean that you'll never have that ability. But with this, this was really serious because it was like a, about kingship. Jacob had that ability. He was making this stew. He didn't have to shade it. He could have kept it to himself, but he placed something higher. He placed God higher and he let his brother be fed on what he had made. He let his brother be fed. In fact, when I think about it, it's kind of like the situation with the tithe today that I let my brethren be fed by something I could have grabbed onto. But yet again, despite that and me coming from the lineage of God and Jacob and Judah and the tribe, with James, of course, um, despite that, they still spoke heavily, badly upon upon the house of Jacob. God, well, that is a dangerous thing to do. Um, what can I say? But I've I blessed what was to be obvious as some sort of enemy coming up. Now, is that enemy those people? I've got one, one, one on here on the ten clock. Um, this is all symbolic now. This is all Chris Christ-like. Sunday, July 31st, and we've got three ones there. Um, no, it is, it is not them specifically. It is wrath and jealousy that comes up from the devil and works through people. It is not them in the physical world. So these people need a healing. And they need to be healed of speaking like that against the tribe of Jacob. It means they don't see themselves. They have... Um, lost themselves from Jesus' tribe because, well, Jacob is like part of like the main, do you know what I mean? Or the main sort of, obviously the founding father um, of the, the 12 tribes. So <laughs> that's really serious. Um, it means they've found themselves set away from God and God's um, holy 
and royal family. Now that's strange because, you know, we're all supposed to, especially Salvation Army, are supposed to be like high in the grace with these things. So that's really a weird occurrence to experience and see that. What's going on? So, um, you know, we just hope they get better. Because, I mean, normally I would say lovely people. But very strange occurrence there. Alright, so, um, with all that being said, you know, I just think that uh, we shall move on and let us see what's next. Now, what this does move into is uh, talking about modesty. And funnily enough, the Salvation Army are going to be looking at the gifts the different gifts of the spirit, the spiritual gifts. And someone said that to me, but I didn't answer them because I knew what they were getting at. They were pointing towards what one of the churches talks about, which is modesty. This is from the fallen world, okay, where people feel like they have got to listen to the devil who says that they are so-called naked. Um, and therefore they are sinful and terrible and they must cover up. But not everybody is in that way. Some of us are in the grace of God. Some of us, in other words, have obedience to God. We have serenity. I have, well, I'm not saying we, but I have serenity. And I have, therefore, God within me, working with me. So, obviously, it's going to be different as opposed to someone that doesn't have that level of faith. They haven't accepted Christ. They deny Christ. Then they're going to be hearing the devil and they're going to need to perhaps um, take that on board more so. This came out, actually, more recently when... Uh, very innocently, I just happened to be um, on a day where I wanted to go down the beach and I thought I'm going to, I actually had something really quite long, really quite covered up first of all, where it was that day when we had like a really a lot of sunshine, it was going to be really warm. Well, it was the warmest for us anyway. And I thought I'm going to go down like this. I mean, I don't have a full body wetsuit, I used to, but I don't have one with me. So I took what I could and what seemed right. Now, if I was in full grace and I was maybe in a different place, perhaps I wouldn't even be wearing any clothes at all. But anyway, um, I didn't think about it too much. I was just in that grace and in the state of flow and the level that I was actually at at that time. So I happened to wear a swimsuit. Yes, it wasn't full body, but it was a full body in terms of it wasn't a bikini. It was like, obviously like a normal swimsuit that you would expect. And I actually even had like a bikini top underneath it with the straps and stuff like that. Just as extra. Um, anyway, let's not go too far into this. But not long after this, um, it became kind of apparent that when we were talking about this, someone uh, who'd come all the way from Glasgow to Ayr um, for our rugby I had let them know about it and, you know, we happened to get into a conversation about this. It was about the fact that I was just so annoyed that I was supposed to go another swim on um, Saturday there. And it was, sorry, uh, not on Saturday, on Friday. I was, you know, I had written down, I will go swim at 8 o'clock kind of thing. And I didn't do it because obviously that would be 15 minutes into the game. So I don't know how to double book myself, but I'll go on to talk about this. In any case, this entire situation came up about this because obviously he was in connection with going there. And I'd ask him if he ever does that. Now, I had been going out myself. I'd also met someone, as you know, on here um, who had been coming out with me at times too, but nowhere near as much as I had been going out. And I have met other groups as well. Now, um, 
as Sarah Roll been much of a muchness because it's been warmer, you know, at times. Um, but even when it's not as warm, I will still do my Wim Hof and be able to get out there like this. And I've still been looking at wetsuits um, for like the colder like times as well. Um, any case, I just went out with what I had each time, innocently so, completely and purely in Christ. Um, but this person, when I had to ask him about it, he says no because, you know, his friend goes, he does wild swimming, but um, he's not really kind of um, doing that or into that as much because he also said, I don't know if it's because of, but I assume it is, but he says it's very difficult to be um, modest, to go swimming and be modest. Like, okay, right. Um, so basically that's kind of his conversation and I took it quite personally almost at the time because it's like well obviously I had been going out and I felt very pure and in the grace of God so because I'm accepting Christ I'm obedient to Christ I'm not going to think the way others are going to think within their sinful jealous hearts or impure with their impure thoughts and their sinful ways I am not going to think that way if I've got Christ I'm not going to be thinking the thoughts of a sinner because if Christ dwells in me how could the Holy Spirit be thinking sinful things like they are they're just not going to be it's not going to be realistic we're going to have different thoughts um and it was, it's also like what I was saying when I was in um, church today and we were doing a bit of a, a song and it came up about all this, turn our ways when we are this and that. And I'm like, but he has never needed. So I changed the words in accordance with the Holy Spirit within me for the moment. So the person beside me who'd actually gone against what the word of the Lord said about the whole collection thing within that particular church and actually had the collection thing up at my face rudely and and I was like I do not do that in front of people and he was rude like a kind of like uh you know a flick of the hand back how rude and disgusting who does he think he is like that is not on anyway um I don't know if he can you know but it just wasn't appropriate anyway so it's like look we are not all thinking the same things I am here to teach you I'm not here to take I'm not here because I need to be here or need to take from you. I'm here to help you. You are in sin. You are not in the grace of God. I'm trying to help you. I'm not here to give and take so much. And if I'm going to be given in a physical manner as well, I'm going to be doing it out of the way of the people in here. I'm not going to be doing it in this state where it needs to be more reverent for the people and for everybody. I'm not going to be doing it in that moment. It's not going to be happening. I have been told by God that's not to happen within there. So that's the way it is. And I have nothing against like um, any types of offerings being made there at all. But, you know, I am that tithe. I am the full tithe coming in to this place. But perhaps I should have carried that out as well at Salvation Army. But I felt moved to help them. And so I gave them pretty much um, everything that I had in my purse. And I don't normally carry around money, as I say. But I happen to have that. And I gave it in full faith. It was just like each time, you know, God is giving to us in ways more and more abundantly than we could possibly imagine. But yet we get this sense of like strange, weird, odd things coming back that just cannot measure up to God's love. Um, 
and the ways in which you know we can give are nowhere near to the levels of which God gives us and it makes me understand that I have compassion for this situation not that God needs anything from us but there is nothing that we as humans um, can do within this human capacity um, in comparison to what God does and God is there not to take anything from us but to actually to give to us he is the ultimate provider so it's a strange thing you know when people come back with you know strange stories or rude behaviors or um you know nasty things against our founding fathers or saints um it's a really odd place to be to hear that god hears that and you know i mean there are consequences we just have to uh, be very mindful of this that even although you know i might think well i am so much better than that in which case yes but there are other areas that i need to improve on and we need to really ask for god to seriously help us each and every one of us and if you have said something against a place or a people or um you know the tribe of jacob do you have to understand there are serious consequences to that these are god's well certainly jacob's it's really important um but you know there are people in la that might be offended by that now you know what can be done to help with that you know there's no more sacrifice unfortunately if you've done that on purpose and you knew what you were doing you knew what you were doing and when you said that you knew what you were saying and you said on purpose then i'm afraid there isn't any more sacrifice if you do it on purpose if you've done that though and you haven't meant to do that you know that it was a big mistake which is difficult to comprehend um imagining that being at a podium or an you know like next to an altar or something like that is just not normal to imagine that that could be possible but if it is and somehow you know people were possessed in those moments um or taken away entirely out of their body and it was another spirit implanted within them that wasn't the holy spirit then you know there's room for improvement and there's also room um for uh, mercy and for god's help in these situations but god help us all for whatever it is to understand what we really need to do blessings on the tribe of jacob your enemies are trampled under your foot you're victorious we are the victorious house of god those of us that are of the house of jacob and certainly most importantly the house of god glory and all blessings all those people in la that may have heard about what went out um, from the church today oh my goodness i had no part in that and i had no part in in producing or um, seeing any of that and um, just know that i really care about you i really care about y'all and much love welcome to love lighthouse and this is a part which i'm adding in because i've actually had a lot in terms of thoughts, prayers, meditation, um, but actually a lot more feedback as well, like uh, with other people, different situations occurring and all the rest of it. Well, <clears throat> mostly actually during and then following our Ayrshire Bulls and Sterling game, which was a friendly these rugby teams were having. 
And of course, we were hosting here with the Ayrshire Bulls. So here in Ayr, our town was hosting. And it's such a pleasure to do that because Sterling are such a great team. Um, you know, many good thoughts and blessings. I know just what you've been thinking about, about the whole blessings thing as well. Anyway, but um, let's just look at blessings in a good way, not as be less, but just blessed as in that's really weird isn't it I suppose be less when you think of it emptying yourself of anything that's holding you back maybe in that way and then allowing yourself to be filled up with all that is good with God's love all that kind of thing maybe that's the way that it should be looked at how do we explain that okay well um, I was speaking to someone on the beach who talked about this and it's an acquaintance of mine and she's like yeah blessings and I think I've actually said that in the past too but someone's gone ahead and put this into a book um you know about spelling and you know everything being a spell that kind of thing and that blessed actually isn't what you think it is all that so anyway we're kind of having a bit of a um, fun time saying blessings to everybody <laughs> instead anyway let's get back to this so what else has been coming up well I've had a great time yesterday just on the beach again doing a little bit more swimming just you know miniature steps well, I won't say mini miniature steps to everybody but in many ways you know just little steps forward with different things like you know People find it easy. It's easy to understand, like um, a pool. You know what to expect, perhaps more so in a pool in a bath setting, but not so much in um the setting of the ocean. It's a little bit different, so we take things at a different pace, perhaps some of us. Um, mine is really um quite sensible, quite a good pace kind of thing. So, um, just practicing doing things that you would find perhaps easy in a normal pool, like well you know, you're going under the water in a normal pool, you know what to expect. You're going to expect a pool, a chlorinated pool, <clears throat> nothing else in the water, um, nothing else to even think about or concern yourself with apart from chlorine, which is quite a kind of dangerous chemical in and of itself, but it purifies the water in a certain way, whilst of course adding a harsh chemical in another. Um, but it also does things to your skin as well. Many people that are kept indoors a lot or that never venture out or never have the faith are going to be impacted by that. And we're going to talk about this as well. So it actually alters your skin tone. And many of us didn't realise that, never realised that until much later. Um, but yeah, it does that as well. So a lot of people walking around thinking, oh my gosh, look, why do you look that way? Or why is it that way when, you know, look health-wise with a good melanin count, we should be able to you know, have a skin tone that changes. There's all this talk going to be coming up in here about people that, you know, don't like change as well and um, to what people think about um, colour, skin tone. All that is going to be coming up. There's been some racist things that could be linked to racist remarks that might not have meant to have been. We're going to bring that up. We're going to bring it out into the open. Some things that were said last night to me. <laughs> about the colour of black as well and of course we can think about how that relates to skin tone as well um, of course um, you know our pink and black is what the theme is but yet we were wearing white and pink or we had white and pink on 
yesterday for the team and it was the other team that were wearing like black red and white and it's like oh my goodness what's going on <laughs> and we're still having our song coming on about back in black and it's like well we're actually like you know it's like white and pink right now um yeah so sometimes that happens where they have to wear their like their away um strip instead it's all to do with like the colors as well that um the other teams are i'm sure there's other things in there that's going on as well but never mind let's go on with this it was a great game really loved it love in a really innocent way obviously all our airship rules all um of the sterling team as well and surrounding um yeah so what came up from that well you know this entire topic is about modesty or creativity so modesty has been coming up and there's also creativity but i want to even take this into a situation whereby something has come to me about me and my entire swimming thing in these really warm days um I was talking about how I really meant to go swimming, like I had it written down, swim at 8pm, and I don't know why, because that would be like the same day that Ayrshire Bulls had their their um, game going on at 7.45, so that'd be like 15 minutes into the game, I was expecting myself to get, <laughs> to get into water and go for a swim. I don't know how on earth, you know how you double book yourself, or you, like, you know what I mean? It's like, but it see when something like that happens and you know like it's a call by god you know that's something that you've agreed in the holy spirit so oh my gosh that is like really something else so i opened up about it but through doing that we got into discussion about this and about um swimwear and i was actually asked like well how did you even get into that but i think there's a closer reason for it and i can't quite remember unless welcome everybody this is um love lighthouse podcast and the broadcast today Hills, i just want to double check it's for sunday i just want to double check that i'm getting all the times and the dates right um okay everybody i do believe it is the 31st yes and then the next day will be into the first monday the first of august oh my gosh thank goodness i'm only recording this on the 24th sunday the 24th of july 2022 for sunday the 31st of july 2022 let's get into today's um message whatever it's going to be i'm just gonna you know tell it like it is well it's um it's gone from quite an interesting day now it seems to be like getting a little bit sunnier (laughs) i have literally just said something to someone who has been um in hot pursuit of me which is quite funny and uh you know it's like everything is kind of ah it's kind of like in the light and then it's in the dark a little bit and then you know what what it, it can be like that sounded funny the way I said that there. What can it be like? What it can be like. And so I was like, I'm not going to tell you. 
Hey, I'll leave that to another time. Oh my goodness, in an hour's time, I have got a film to go to. You might get, I might tell you by the end of this, I don't know what I'm going to do. So if you hang on to the end of this, you might find out what I said. I was going to tell you there, but I didn't. I stopped. Anyway, so in about an hour's time, I've got a film to go to. I really did not want to go to see this. Now, the person that did, that I have recorded about, they did say, well, that's silly to go and swimming yourself. Rebuke. You got rebuked for that. They were talking about going to see this film. I'm now going to see this film. God help me. Because it's not something that I would really go and see. But I give them credit. They did sell this really well. They did sell this really well. They didn't sell the air show, show well. But they did sell the idea of going to this. Which I was going to be completely just, you know, taking a body swerve. Nope. I was going to be like, nope. I will just let that pass by. Now I'm going to it. Oh, every time I saw it come up, you know, for the trailers, every time I've been going to like see Elvis, because you all know, like I've gone to see Elvis, the most that I've ever seen any film in my entire life. Anyway, um, every time I go see that or another film, up would come this trailer for, is it something about where the crawdads swim? Oh my gosh, I thought that's so freaky. That even sounds freaky. What is a crawdad, right? It's a type of crayfish. Anyway, in any case, this woman that had been saying all about this, all that sort of stuff about swimming, going with the swimming group, um, she had also started a group, I think, where they were reading different things together. So they had read this book together and now they were going to see the film. It was so good. And they don't find out how it actually finishes. So they're gonna see I was like, oh well you might you know get a little bit more depth of detail in the film so I don't know but anyway how did she sell it? she didn't really even say that much it just made me feel a little bit more like well I think perhaps this could be quite interesting but for the longest amount of time I have been swerving it I've been like just not wanting to to go there you know there's some films you just can be like that with you just think oh gosh no like I want to have a happy life this isn't like <laughs> I can deal with things that are fun. I can deal with things, even Elvis, although that was really, there's a lot of tragedy in it. There's so much greatness in it, right? Love Elvis. But, um, he's so inspirational, such a great person. Like, I totally know, like, with the resurrection, I totally know how he'd be living. He definitely would not be reading as many books and thinking about as many other different people. Books are good, but he would not be reading them. He would not be reading lots of things about other people and what other people said and thought and um or listening to doctors no just wouldn't be happening and so anyway back to this so that's um this film as i say that i just thought it's not really quite the same as like or anything near like elvis of the wings um but i'll go and see it god help me I'm going to have to go and watch more Elvis just to make up for this, just to get me right on track. <laughs> Maybe some Maverick. Again, hopefully, God willing, you never know. Hopefully they're going to still be out in the cinema. Such great films. Anyway. So, what is coming up? Uh-oh, not good. Number 10. <laughs> For the whoremongers, for them that defile themselves with mankind, for men stealers, for liars, for perjured persons, 
I don't think it's this one. Ten. Ah. Uh. Oh yeah, this is far better. But which becometh woman professing godliness with good works. All right, what does it say right before that? Sorry about that, folks. It says, in like manner also that women adorn themselves in modest apparel with shamefacedness and sobriety, not with broided hair or gold or pearls or costly array, but which becometh women professing godliness with good works. Uh, right. So... I might have to remember that tonight. Perhaps that's going to be the way things are going to go for tonight's cinema visit. It's getting brighter out there. I think this may be the case then. So, um, yeah. What was it going to I'm just going to tell you. Right, I was actually going to tell you um, this. I'm jump yeah, just jumping straight into this. Like, why am I not going further with this? I'm just going to tell you now and then we might go further into that message. Perhaps it's going to come up. Hmm. 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 Okay. So, funny thing is, as I said, uh, with this person that I've been speaking to, quite funny actually... I was just literally like, shall I send the wedding invites out? <gasps> I have no idea. It's actually going to be thinking at the other end of this. It could be quite funny. It'd be like, what? Hmm. Anyway, right. So basically, <laughs> I just thought it was funny. I do not know. I feel like I've had cola or something like that. But the only thing that I could possibly have had that was gonna lead to something is um interesting as that is some coffee that's it mm. well anyway so the, this is what's happening um i have to actually start getting ready now i think and so yeah i'm gonna just talk a little bit more about this so i know it's like so what do we wear well modest apparel so yeah, for some reason I'm called to be wearing modest apparel. Should we always be wearing modest apparel and shamefacedness? Why should we be shamefaced? Shamefaced. Huh? Why? I think it's just really not getting ahead of yourself, not putting certain things as important in other words I think if you're called to wear certain attire because you're doing so out of an innocent and a pure heart yes that is absolutely fine but I think that if it is an adult type of a a, a look as to why you're doing it in, in terms of like that just leads on to the word adultery right for the reason that you're doing it. Like. I don't, I don't know what the word. Yeah. Coming away from God. Like if it's away from God. If the reason that you're doing it is away from God. Then it becomes less than modest. Because it's almost not haughty. But what's the word for it? Like. Not sure, like 
I don't know, there's just some rude. You know what I mean? Then it's off kilter, it's out of alignment. But I don't think that it's always out of alignment, as I said, to wear something that is fun, for example, to look if you're doing your makeup. Um, I think, you know, being happy with yourself, being confident with who you are without having to wear makeup is very important. But I don't think that putting on makeup or doing things like that or getting dressed up, if it's for, if you're doing it out of fun, I do not think there's anything wrong with that. If it's a creative thing, that is very innocent like, that is very beautiful, a lovely way to be. But it's all about the intent and it's about the direction and the reasoning behind everything. That's what it's all about. Mm. Hmm. I was thinking, I was pondering this actually, I was pondering. Um, I, I love like arty things. I love dressing down, I love dressing up. I love arty things, I'm very creative. And in an innocent way, I love that, you know. Um, I really don't see anything wrong with that. Again, as long as it's coming from that right direction of, like, fun, creative, you know, very pure. It just depends because, obviously, something like that can become, like, well, creativity is what sex is. Sex is creativity and procreation, all that. So it depends, again, on what way. Like, if it's rooted in God from a pure place, it's great. Oh my gosh, you can hear an interesting sounding aircraft going over, it's quite a powerful one, your average. Anyway, so um, yeah, where it's coming from, where it's rooted is what's most important. With that being said, I think that's what I'm called to do is I go to the cinema. So I'm going to have to go actually now and think about that, think about it, contemplate it and get ready for that right now. So thank you once again, everybody. I'm going to be adding more onto this, no doubt. Well, God willing. And so do come back for each day on the actual day itself to make sure that you get the fullness of what's expected for that day and um yeah welcome back to this next part of the broadcast for sunday and i have been to see this film this is me recording the next part actually on the 24th on sunday the 24th a week prior to when this is set for and I've seen the film where the crow dads sing I don't know or think I've ever cried so much during a film ever in my life this was a film bearing in mind that you know I had said I was gonna swerve this because of what it was looking like because I guess the emotions of it like I don't want to add anything unnecessary and I also need to think about what I'm consuming as well. Well, I had to pray before I actually watched it. I had to pray f for myself because I know that it can affect me. And then therefore, 
other people. Uh, it was very emotional. Again, this is why I say like men that treat women like that should be punished. You know what I've, you know, and there are statements in there that are true, and I found myself like nodding my head. Um, but I don't want those statements to be true, and I don't want to be in agreement with that. I want to disagree now in that when these things happen, uh, I don't even want to, I don't even want them to be happening. But if in the case where something happens, you come into agreement with me right now that men will no longer be allowed to get away with these things um, whereby they abuse sexually abuse women and get away with it somehow in fact the way that courts or governments have it's just sickening actually empowered rapists and abusive males is disgusting um and I know that for certain for sure myself and I just no, and I want you to come into agreement with me as well, that there will be retribution, there will be judgment, and there will be justice. I know there will be. There has to be, and you have to come into agreement with me. Ultimately, these things shouldn't be happening in the first place, but it was just horrible to see how that girl was treated. It was horrible. It was so heartbreaking as well. I mean, she had such a lovely um, relationship with the guy that she eventually married who it was just lovely but um it was just so horrible that you know he did that to her as well that you know he didn't come back it's just so horrible but of course there's that level of forgiveness somehow uh, I don't know how because that is such a big betrayal the way that he treated her um but then him realizing much later that she was the only important one <laughs> and that none of it, you know, he's college and all the rest of it. Oh, surprise, surprise. That wasn't really what life was all about. There was nothing more important than love, but obviously they were really young and, you know, I guess when they were going through these different things, so, and uh, it's all about creating what you're creating together kind of thing. And, uh, but what do we say about that with regards to the other character that she had a relationship with? Did she create that? Again, no, everyone has the the right, the will to choose how to respond, to work with the energy. They're not puppets on a string. So there has to be justice. There has to be some sort of retribution. Of course, there's mercy for things when people do things they don't mean to do. But something like that's as serious as that. We need to clamp down on that. And we need to clamp down on these um disgraceful organisations that, have in ways allowed for this even empowered men that are like this it has to stop and there has to be justice against those people that made wrong judgments and empowered these types of disgusting males instead it is disgusting it really is to think about it filthy filthy bastards you're going down Anyway, basically, so uh, that's what I think. And I know it's the truth. Uh, that aside, I don't think I've ever said anything like that on here, ever.
I really don't think, or like I don't normally use that word. I really don't. I've had it, like you know, when people have said stuff to me, and then I've eventually just said stuff back to them. But I never, you'll know that. Never in a month of Sundays has this come out like that. So you can tell what I think about this topic. Very fiery and passionate about it. Needs to be done. Needs to be done. Something needs to be done. So, um, that aside, that aside, mm-hmm. I just pray for any women out there that have ever gone through anything like that, that they, that they don't, first of all, I pray that that doesn't happen to women, I pray there's a full ceasing to anything like that, and anyone that's ever experienced that, I just pray that there's divine retribution for anyone and especially against any court or any other people or organizations you name it police investigative people anyone who has ever tried to suppress or stop um a woman from telling the truth or to sweep things under the carpet i pray that happens um and i pray that these males are absolutely punished punished pummeled um absolutely there's no room for that in our world today whatsoever zero tolerance people is what is required with regards to this okay um yeah i pray that women that suffer these things um know where there's that kind of situation you know come on you're gonna be like what situation you have to go like watch the film to understand it is very emotional there's lots of really good parts to it as well though um trying to think of one um the lovely relationship that the girl has kaya with um the people at the store and how they empower her and help her um beautiful relationship as well and the man who's always noticed her who is uh, I don't know if he's a lawyer or if he just goes and represents her there at that point in time possibly is um but yeah her relationship with him as well and how he reaches out and is honest enough to help her is um wonderful um <clears throat> I mean, I came out of the cinema and people were already trying it, you know. And they got clamped down. Just don't. Just don't. You have no right. And so... Know your place... And you will respect me. So that's that. Yeah. Jealous cursors, basically. Um, basically making a fool of women that have gone through things like that. And making us, you know, kind of trying to like... I guess just jealousy. It is jealousy. It's probably because... Well, lucky for them, they probably have never experienced anything like that. Because they've probably never, like, had a guy to like look at them in any way where they've ever thought they were ever like 
anywhere near like 1% attractive in the first place. So they are just so vindictive and nasty to actually say something. And it is disgusting, like, to think that some women are so jealous of even a woman that has been treated so badly and none of it ever deserved in that way. Um, thankfully, I'm treated really well now. I'm, well res- I'm very well respected. I have experienced some folk that, you know, I've always thought to myself, oh, this person must love me. And now, you know, I realise, like, I know I have to be very careful. I have to set apart. These people that make these things out don't always actually really live up to the expectation. That's why at the beginning of um, this, I talk about how, you know, there's this person that I see hot pursuit. But to be honest with you, he is quite careful at times. He is, you know, I mean, there's been things that have been really weird that he's done really questionable but there's been a lot of really good stuff about him a lot of really empowering things that he's sort of suggested as well so it's it's a really interesting situation but me putting that out there yeah so then um shall I you know send the wedding advice obviously it's just me like stating basically it's not me actually saying should I send this out what it is is me making a statement of when you speak to me like this or when you think of things like this this really falls under the category of this so that he understands and respects me properly um i am really important and i will not be treated in any way less than very important. There will be consequences for anyone that treats me otherwise. And that's always been the case. Um, and it's not me that states that. It's just it's divine retribution. It just happens. So, um, and I've just, I've witnessed it. It occurs. When someone's pure and of good intent, but other people or another person thinks that they can take advantage of that somehow, no, no. It doesn't work that way at all. I've seen it so many times. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I have also gone and listened to um, online, getting back to this film, I have listened online to um, part of an interview with the producer, the director, and the two main characters in that romantic sort of um, vibe that was going on with the overall main relationship between Kaya and Tate. That's interesting, isn't it? So, um, yeah, it was it was really lovely. I had to like laugh at some parts because not that I think it's overall funny, but just like you, if you didn't laugh, do you know what I mean? It's just the awesomeness, the amazingness of what they actually had to go through more than anything else. He's like, I don't know if it was an alligator or like, um, you know, like, yeah, a crocodile. And this guy, Tate, was in his waders in this um, swamp or marsh area, wherever it is. And 
he had like one of these kind of walkie talkies on the boat and it was just coming over um, from some of the the folk you know that are helping to produce it or direct etc um that there was something in the water that kind of looked like an alligator but just you know it was just rolling <laughs> and then he saw this thing go past and it was like a log and then he's like and it had eyes i was like, oh my goodness gracious on earth so yeah um such a lot of interesting surprising things about the film um very interesting again with the setting as well the wildlife everything um all that was really good but obviously it is very emotional not something that i would uh you know just go and advise for i mean adults perhaps but i mean goodness gracious one thing that I found really quite shocking was, you know, the fact that it said that here's what's in the film and this is what age group it's okay for. I'm like, it's not really okay for anyone, but it's not appropriate. Like, why would they be sure? Do you know what I mean? So it just, it, sh- it shows you something interesting. Not good at all. Um. So, yeah, we definitely have to do what we can to make sure that we stand up for young women and people in general um you know everyone for sure That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God.